Your last appearance? Yeah, Tone, because yeah, yeah. Tone was on it. <clears throat> Shit, I hope you guys got something. Yeah. I never bring anything to the table, no. so I, I, I have more very headphones. low expectations of you. I mean, oh, you don't uh, even have the boards. I need more headphones. Right. I don't know what kind of what. Turn my headphones. Oh, I think it's that one. Is I it? That's no. the general. Oh, hello. Nothing. There we go. There we go. That's no, good. I, That's good. That's good. You're fine. Uh, we got it. Yeah. Is that visible to you from your vantage point, or do I need to move here? I'll even. Hey, Dean, it's I don't need that. I don't need that. That's distracting. That'll be distracting at this point. Oh, okay. All right. Mr. Jernigan wants the screen back over here. Is that one okay? Where it's at? 119. Oh, you're marking the. 119. 120. No, there's a a little timer there I can see down there. That's what what I kind of keep an eye on. I have the eyes of an eagle. <laughs> Waiting on I'm, the point. I'm pointing. <laughs> it's good that we got this down. Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. <laughs> Light me at five. Like where's the line? Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm here with Jason LaFoon. Boom. Jason LaFoon and... The world's oldest intern. Rusty Nixon. Hey, I want to take a minute to uh, appreciate anybody who has taken that 30 seconds to log on to Apple Podcasts and to rate us and and give us a five-star rating. Say what you want. So you're following orders. uh, (laughs) Say these guys uh, sound better than they look. Say whatever you want. But the five-star helps us move it up, and we move up the chain when people look up comedy podcasts. It helps us spread the word, and it helps us make this thing viable so we can get Rusty some health insurance. This is something we're, gonna, we're really working for. He, he won't need it if we wait a few more years. <laughs> True. We're trying to make those la- – we want at least some hospice care. You I, know what I mean? Some yeah, legal I, weed for this guy. I, we, just wanna pay, we, we just need to pay for the cremation eventually. That's all. <laughs> So you could do that. You can do that by. I tell you what, it's always fun coming in here uh, and hearing. But you are right. I've completely resigned myself to the fact. I've even told my family when I'm gone, just dump my body in a ditch somewhere and burn it. He says, (laughs) "There's a guy. There's a guy I work with who was talking about. He's he wants to buy a house. He's never owned a house, and he's looking. And he's 58." And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to give you a mortgage. <laughs> Maybe like a 10-year. <laughs> yeah, like, better be a small How much house. is your down payment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when's your last checkup, man? That would be the... <laughs> but anyway, if you want to help us out, man, if you take the 30 seconds to log on to Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. give us a five-star rating and say what you want, but that'll help us uh, spread this thing. And maybe one day... One day, Rusty says, "When I come in here, like he's not sleeping on that little pallet in the back. <laughs> you know, the one that looks like a dog bed, and there's no dog to be seen." I thought the door was shut. 
Have to make sure it is from now on. You got beads hanging over your office door. What are you talking about? Doors shut. What's wrong with that? Hippie. Yeah. Anyway. Proud of it. So uh, you had a guest spot uh, last night, Jason. Yeah, that was was one of the worst sets I've had in a while. Yeah? Was it oldie but goodies, or were you throwing some new Um, stuff in there? Were you doing something different? No, it was... um, it was a it's a ten minute set I had to do, and um, so I was just kind of I didn't even really pull notes or anything. I'm like, oh, ten minutes I could do this, just pulling random stuff, not really in any order that I typically doing it or anything. Yeah, that and, order uh, is important. I was doing all right, doing. We, there's a group of sixteen that were uh, like middle school hockey parents <laughs> in town for some sort of hockey tournament. And, um, <laughs> See, this, shit, this is shit that happens in real life that you just can't. There was, that was just that was one group that came in together. There was it was yeah. like I'd say there was you know it's a, it a, a group big of maybe group like in thirty to thirty two people there, and half of them are in this, and in this, half of them are in one group in this fucking hockey league. So you know, fucking and, hockey players don't have that great a sense of humor anyway. I had I it's had all the concussions. That's what I'm saying. They don't have there's the only crimes they ever commit are DUIs. They're kind of boring, is what I'm saying. I had four people that weren't with the hockey group that were with me, one hundred percent of the way. They were loving it. Yes, four four that were with, and then you know, people were in and out of how serious they thought. You know how serious they thought they should laugh at my stuff. There was a few sprinkles in. But the hockey you group know, you know, ran from mildly entertained and not at all the entire set. You know, so there, you know, there's somebody in that hockey group who was way down with the weed shit, but he couldn't. No he weed couldn't, material. He couldn't, no weed material. You didn't do any weed nope. material. They have a problem. The Canadians love their weed, man. They weren't Canadians. They do were we just, know that? Do we know that though? Yeah. Well, who just likes hockey? Like only Canadians and Russians. Minnesota. The Canadian transplants. I, I don't like believe hockey. that people are actually born in Minnesota. I like hockey. Really? When's the yeah. last time you watched a hockey game? Um, well, it's been last season since they haven't started yet. Last season. But the, I you lost one game. Three. I like. The, I'm a Blackhawks fan. Oh, I totally lost the crowd. Yeah. Not the crowd, but that Just, whole hockey crowd. Totally lost all the hockey players. Um, there's a part of my set where I talk about. Um, you know how you like sometimes you might have to consider sucking dick for money. <laughs> <laughs> that went over with the with the type A parents. What are you talking about? Well, the thing is, like that joke has either always worked really well or not at all. And I know that when it's not working well, I know there's something in the joke that's coming that if I say is not going to go over well, you have to kind of be on board for me to say the next thing for it to work. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, I, there's a lot of stuff I have that's and set I, up, and I never and I never follow the cue to like don't say that one more thing, just change <laughs> that one word real quick, and I never do. And then they're just all like, Ugh. but there's a certain there's a certain. Um, but I got them back by the end. Yeah, but there's so. a, there's a certain like I don't know like joy in in saying that one thing too far. Mike Hollinger revels in it like that guy and and when you're on board like i i i I really like his stuff but uh this is a guy who starts every set with hail satan hail satan (laughs) so that that would draw me in i i I now know that it's a kindred spirit at that point (laughs) 
Yeah. So he, I mean, it doesn't matter what event he's doing. That's how he starts. And uh, but he's all cool and casual. Like, what's up, guys? How's yeah. it going? Hail Satan! Yeah, Hail Satan! <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. That's and then he just perfect. he starts rolling in. But like, lots if his stuff's not hitting, then I think I feel like he takes he he'll throw in the extra joke when he when he wasn't normally gonna throw. No, it yeah, in. he's one of those guys that where he's like, oh, if you don't think I'm funny, then I'll just make you uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> then I'll just make this whole room uncomfortable. And then I I I. I, I I really like the guy's stuff, so, but I, I my, uh, my definitely, definitely a kindred spirit. I'd be the same way. Hey, you don't like me? You're really gonna hate me now. I said, Joe, I, he, I've seen him. <laughs> one of the funniest things to me is my. He's. I haven't seen him do it lately, but in the past he's done it. Where he'll just he'll get aggressive with an audience who doesn't think he's funny, <laughs> and like start getting a little more like aggressive, like. Oh yeah, and it's some of the funniest stuff to me. Like everyone in the room is like, "Oh god!" Is when he starts poking the bear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he'll 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 just dig in, and then his his bit would have been like four jokes, and it's, if it's not going over all, all, suddenly that bit's turned into a six joker. Like he'll throw in a couple, he'll throw in a couple more, and just kind of dig in, and then he'll immediately go to like his Jesus Christ jokes. <laughs> now. I can't. Okay, where he's local, correct? Yeah, we'll we'll get him on. We'll get him on Road Pod. One of these. Okay, one of these here's the problem sure. with that. He's got to know that Jesus Christ jokes aren't going to hit oh, in Mike, Bible Belt Midwest. Oh, that's, Mike Hollinger is the only comic that I know who that I personally know who has been assaulted by an audience member while he was on stage. Oh, jokes. I believe it. Wait a minute. In, in I this recall area. this. This was semi recently, wasn't it? This was years and years ago at a place that doesn't even exist anymore. Maybe it's not Mike Hollinger I'm thinking of. No, it's not. It's like Big J. I know Big J. Okerson got attacked and uh, on stage, and then somebody got was I think it was Big J got yanked off his feet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like he was up on stage, like a taller one, where the guy runs up and grabs his feet and pulls. I've had a lot of bad audiences in the theater. Yeah, I've I've never been assaulted. Yeah, but you're a part of a group, right? So like, it's if the, oh, so my my posse will protect me. Yeah, somebody comes I, I feel like the anger spread. All my guys in tights are gonna come and help me out if some guy comes to fight <laughs> oh, me. Is that what you're telling me? Speaking of guys in tights, yeah, I feel like I feel like that kind my of thing. Tight posse. It's like a the green green tight posse. <laughs> I feel like when you're going after the green tight posse. You use like a pellet spray of a shotgun, right? So it Probably, dissipates yeah. the anger. Yeah. But a comedian stands up there in the crosshairs by himself, and You're then right. and then you get in a situation like Mike, where if his joke doesn't go over, he goes then to make you uncomfortable. He starts to dig into that and lean into it really well, and he and just work it. <laughs> and I particularly love uh, listening to it. Uh, but yeah, it'll it'll sometimes. And unstable. We're not talking about like stable people in the audience are the ones that are attacking you. You know, it was like in the eighties. Just some dude is like, I run a small successful business. I'm a pretty reasonable right. guy. <laughs> the comic was just an asshole. And this guy came out and he said, and and would you believe it? He said, "Hail Satan, hail Satan!" Right there in front of the public, right, front, right there in front of everybody. And then he made jokes about our Lord and Savior. I, you know what? I personally like dark chocolate. I don't know. I don't know what his problem with dark chocolate was, but <laughs> yeah. So, 
I forget what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But uh, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. Uh, I actually, after the show Friday, uh, went to an art show, and Mike was there selling. He's also an artist. Yes, he's selling his artwork. Selling his artwork. A lot of that involves Satan too. <laughs> it was the name of the place I was at was called the Witch's Brew. That's true. That's true. That's right. That's the first I, time I was ever there, man. I've That's, heard of that. I don't know if I've ever. You know, been there. I feel like they've because I asked the owner when I was there how long they'd been open. He said since 2018, and I feel like they probably just started really pushing with advertising because I've only heard of it this year. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? been like, So yeah. I feel like we're probably just seeing ads for it or something. That's or probably right. Events or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's just a like a lot of bars in South Bend, um, like those neighborhood bars that are like houses. Oh, yeah. You know what I those mean? Those are cool. I love those. And that's just what it is. It's, yeah. They, uh, it's a house, and they add it on like a... Yeah, those are always... They always have like a Like a pole touch. barn metal type front yeah. entranceway, so... Like when you open the front doors, it's almost like you're in like an enclosed porch area. Yeah, but then it's like, you know, you walk into the house area. Yeah. There's, but yeah, I, I like those old house bars. Like that. Bloom, Bloomington, Bloomington, any other IU University. There's one street where it's all those huge, uh, like Victorian two story houses. Right. Yeah. But every one of them is a different ethnic restaurant. That's like, kind of cool. It's all in a row. It's like, and they're all all these houses that are converted. So they're like, you know, it's uh, I forget the name of the street, but it's you know, it'll be like that's a Greek one, then there's an Italian one, then there's and there's a one restaurant there that's uh, at the time I don't know if it's still there. This would have been twenty years ago, but uh, we go in and it's half Italian, half Ethiopian. Like it, like where you would normally go to the parlor and there's like stairs up the front. Like if you went to the right. That was the Ethiopian restaurant. He was the left. It was an Italian restaurant. It was just a weird combination. That is a very weird combination. Especially, I couldn't imagine the appeal of just getting UN bags of rice dropped from the ceiling on the Ethiopian side. I didn't see anybody eating over there. They're just all staring over, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and look at all that <laughs> pasta. All that. Why didn't we sit over here? It's oh rice. My it's, God. it's the same shit. <laughs> it's just uncooked, and it's in like a cup. <laughs> Mike, Mike has definitely had an effect on you if you're making jokes like that. You're in an Ethiopian restaurant and you just get gruel dropped on you. Is yeah, that you, yeah. Okay, yeah. Thank, thanks for that. Thanks That's for it. that. The, 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 uh, Bob Geldof rolled over in his grave. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the, the waitress that was helping us that day didn't think that my jokes about it were funny. Yeah, either. I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. So. God. You ever worked at the restaurant? Um, I mean, kind of, I guess. I mean, I worked fast food when I was like 16. Yeah, I worked fast food. Um, I, and I used trying to, to think bust that. tables and wash oh. dishes at a moose lodge. I used to bust tables and wash dishes when I was, when I was <laughs> 50. I think before I turned 16, I think I rode my bike there when I started there. The family feed bag restaurant. That sounds like legal almost. That? that sounds like it doesn't meet health code requirements. Oh yeah, it sounds. Oh yeah, no, it sounds like uh, it sounds. It's a feedback. It's what you put on a horse's mouth, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so they throw mashed potatoes and gravy in a bag, and they just strap just it some, to your face. Just some little what? little family restaurant. You, My buddy worked there too, and he was. Uh, I was washing dishes. Maybe we both did. 
Because I can't believe either of us would be given like a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I, I've washed dishes and bus tables at a Moose Lodge restaurant. Yeah. And did uh, you get like part of tips? Was it? Did you get no, paid only that? if I stole them. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've worked at Wendy's, Wendy's, Burger King, and Dairy Queen. I've worked at Wendy's. Uh, uh, right, I think after the feedback when I got my license, <laughs> then I went to work at Wendy's. Ooh, you're moving on up, just yeah. like the Jeffersons. Yeah. Did Did you ever work at a restaurant? The only food service I ever worked in was when I was in college. I worked the kitchen. So this would have been black and white days. Mm, actually, it was no. It was still it, segregated. It was a small then. cave with a little. It was fire. still segregated when he was in college. <laughs> <laughs> it was. We. We. Uh, so you said you worked hey. where? When you were in college, you worked where? I worked in the kitchen. I well, did like everything. Where, in like the you kitchen. mean like the cafeteria? Well, the the dining hall. Yeah, I worked. In yeah, there. yeah, the dining hall. You yeah. worked in there. They, they didn't pay. have me meeting what was the people. Pay? What was the pay at that age? Uh, God, I can't even remember. A cup well, of coffee, I, I can maybe tell a couple you, of warm biscuits to I take home. I can tell you, my first job was working for the park department here in Plymouth, and I made three ten an hour. Three ten an hour. That was remember, minimum wage. I remember my my first job minimum wage was five fifteen. Yeah, I can't remember what it had to have been around there. I'm a, a couple years older than you. I do remember yeah. when I got my license that gas was sitting at ninety nine cents. Oh, when you gallon. got your license? Yeah, that's crazy. When I got my license, I have ga- I found a gas receipt when I was moving years ago. Maybe, maybe it was that. Maybe it was it was, later. it was cheaper than that. I guarantee was it? it because. Maybe, yeah. When um, I got my I license, worked, fifty. I worked at a car lot. It was wait, it was what? Fifty cents. It was fifty cents. Fifty cents a gallon. I just I remember when it switched. I guess I, I shouldn't say I just got my license. I just remember when it switched to a dollar, and I remember I had this big rant about oh, I'll yeah. pay a dollar, but I won't pay a fucking dime yeah. more. I worked at a car lot <laughs> in the late nineties, and I had to save gas receipts because it's tax deductible expense the late 90s okay so what were you getting in the late 90s i found a gas receipt from 1997 okay i was i graduated 96 okay and i paid 86 so I'm, a, I'm at college 86 cents a gallon okay okay there we go so i'm in college and then it was point. at 99 cents a gallon from 1998 until september 11 2001 <laughs> then i was in the navy <laughs> it went. It went. It went. I remember gas was ninety nine cents a gallon forever, and then on nine eleven it went up to one eighty nine, and people were like, oh, "What the fuck?" There were lines wrapped around gas stations to pay one eighty nine, and now yeah. that would happen again yeah. just because it's so fucking cheap. In my day, there was lines around the corner to pay thirty five cents, but that was you during, can only get six gallons. Yeah, it was during the Carter era, I, and there was the OPEC shutdown and. It wasn't expensive, but it they didn't have it. When I was eighteen, I do for whatever I remember. I do remember the price of cigarettes because I had to get some change together. Oh my god, that's changed! And it was a dollar thirty-two. That's what I was paying for camels. I used to smoke cam- straights or they were uh, camel lights, and then I which is now called camel blues. Uh, yeah, well, because jargon. They, they can't the light would infer in, that, it's infer that it's healthier. So right? we had to color code that. Well, I didn't worry about yeah. health. I and then uh, Turkish gold, the the, uh, the camel Turkish gold. I was a fan of those. Non filters, me. Non filters. Oh hell yeah! If somebody get if I borrowed a cigarette from somebody, I'd twist the filter off. Were you in a gang? It. No, I just like the and taste the, of and tobacco. The fucking green How many hard boiled eggs can you eat in a row? <laughs> How many raw <laughs> eggs can you drink without throwing up? None. You mentioned you were in 
You graduated in 96? Graduated in 1996. Good God. (laughs) Best years of my life were over before you were even born. (laughs) I believe that, looking at you now. Oh, my God. (laughs) You look like you've had some 43 rough years. I graduated in 1980. I was born in in 1980. Nineteen seventy eight. I was born. So I guess I should have Yeah. Yeah. My best years of my life were over before anybody else in this room was even born. Thank you guys. Thanks for doing that's that. That's why for we, that's me. why Rusty needs health insurance, folks. When we come back to <laughs> that. He smoked camel non filters and I, now he's, I'm, now he's I'm, old. Now he graduated in nineteen eighty. We need a pre purchase funeral plot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we're calling it health insurance, but it's uh, we're gonna. They both give you peace of mind, but (laughs) yeah, but more than likely, that's where the money will end up going is for that plot. No room for your wife. We want peace. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you added a mind. Otherwise, I'm getting a divorce later this week. Too too much more for us to get that other plot. Jason and I need health insurance too, so. Give us a five star on Dude, Apple. I saw I saw a uh, I saw a theaterish production this weekend. Did you really? Yeah. I actually s- don't mind theater. I saw well I oh, saw Oh it's good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He's like he's giving me a tip. He's like, Well actually I don't mind theater and he looks over at me like there's a little something for you. Let's make it rain up in here. I, this I don't know. This was this was more than theater. It was a very mismatched. Was it like LARPing. It was. I went to a That's show. I saw a show under a circus tent in a mall parking lot. Whoa! That was an R-rated adult-only show, and it was a. Little, it was kind of confusing. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was um. What made it R-rated was just the language. Content, yeah. It was, um... Uh, let me, I'll find the description. I'll tell you their description. Is of, it, uh, they're calling it Shakespeare, and they're, and they're bringing in New Orleans live sex acts? There wasn't there wasn't live ser- sex acts, but it was, uh... Behind the curtain, you get it. It was, uh... Oh, it's called Cirque Alcatraz. Oh. So and, it's like Oz. And so there was a lot of uh, it, butt sex or what? Well, like these, like it was way, like I'm thinking it's under a fucking tent in a mall parking lot. Where's uh, the mall? UP. Okay. Wow. So, but as we walk up to this thing, I'm like. Do you know anyone is, in it? No, I don't fucking know anyone. <laughs> how, well, how did you end up at this motherfucker? I fucking do things, dude. <laughs> It sounds like you do coke or mushrooms or something. It's like you fucking come to in Wisconsin at the fucking dairy fair. Like, what the fuck? So we're walking up to this fucking tent. And as we're getting there, I'm like, dude, this is way more fucking elaborate than I thought it was going to be. There was like five semis there. Whoa. Like, of like uh, of the crew like, that crew that like branded semis with their wraps on them and shit of like to haul this production yeah. thing around. This is like a big top Jesus, what do they got? Fucking flyovers tank. and shit. No, check this shit out, right? Black Hawk helicopters coming in and formation. Then, and then you walk into the place and it's fucking tiered rounded stadium seating. Like it's all oh. just snapped together shit that goes inside. It's like this. a circus tent. It's a fucking circus tent, yeah. yes. Wow. 
This is like a Roman production. That's part okay. of the metaphor of the production. So, all right, I'll read you their description of the show. All right. Okay, it's... Uh, Let's hear this. Cirque Alcatraz is the story of two best friends who are framed for murder and must navigate the world's most dangerous prison populated by some of the world's most dangerous and talented guards and inmates. Cirque Alcatraz combines a gripping narrative, amazing aerial and acrobatic artistry, sensual cabaret dancing... Broadway-style musical performance, and side-splitting comedy, all showcased in a unique, immersive experience that is so much fun than the average circus. <laughs> you'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll scream for more. Cirque Alcatraz is so much fun that you'll never want to escape our prison. I, I love how it's the talented, the most talented prisoners. So you know the scene breaks down, and then a guy, well, let me show you how, the proper way to watch that. They're flying through the fucking air. So that's uh, so that's the description. In a world. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Go check this shit out. In a world of a world. circus and so, Alcatraz. Where men so, love men. So the um, the story was either like uh, very, very shittily written to like progress the narrative oh, the whole way, or it was just so deep and filled with metaphor that I'm too dumb to understand. Uh, but it starts off with these two guys just doing your typical straight guy and bumbling idiot, uh, you know, comedy dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're um, Abbott Costello. You're... And then the prisoners come out and start doing, like, backflips with jump ropes and shit, you know? Like, the prisoners come out and oh, yeah, all the prisoners in the show were black, by the way. Oh well, you know, all cops were white. Oh well, just, you know, but yeah, and there was not a white prisoner in the show. <laughs> just a bunch of black dudes doing flips. <laughs> that was the prisoners. There's like weird scenes. There's not a lot, the only dialogue really is um, when the comedy duo are doing their thing, but they're not like pushing any type of story. Like, wait, 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 wait. There's like no there's dialogue? A, no, no, there's no dialogue. There's only when the comedy duo are talking or when there's a random... It's random, multimedia, Dean. Come on. Get, yeah, like get, I'm saying, get with the scene. It seemed, it, it seemed like they were like... So everybody um, else is just background. What do you mean background? Like if they're in the prison yard, it's... There's no of, prison yard. There's one scene happening at a time with whoever, whatever characters are in there. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, so there's no there's no background. There's either people on the stage or they're not on the stage. Right. What I'm saying is, depending on who's on the stage, that's how you set your background. Whether it's a bunch of white guys no, with the, sticks to the prison guards. <laughs> no, it's one. It's just you're at a prison the whole time. Oh, okay. Just in the prison block the whole time. And it's just those two talking. Or a bunch of black dudes representing prisoners <laughs> for some reason. Are, All black guys. Are, I keep. I want to make sure that's very well known. <laughs> Just seemed weird to me. Weird choice, you know. Either should be written or the art is above you. I mean, I where's the that. diversity higher there? There's, there's no Asians that got locked up for like bank fraud. <laughs> but like, there's yeah, that's so, not, that's not, so yeah, that obsessive. was subtle racism. There's a, there's a scene. There's a scene. No dialogue. There. No dialogue. Just a scene where a prison guard sits down, shoots up heroin. You said prison guard. Prison guard. Shoots up heroin, well, starts playing with a clown, which is supposed to, I guess, represent him being high, and then, oh, he, then he ODs and dies. Oh, yeah, this is definitely full of some metaphor shit that oh, I yeah, don't understand you know. at all. Dude, you might as well be in it. Yeah. And then, Did like... Did you say for the whole thing? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I did. Did you eat edibles? Because this is something like, if I'm eating edibles, I probably would be like, I'd be like, we can stay, dude. Okay, I, full, I full disclosure. This this might have been just an excuse to charge a Tesla because there's a charging station right there at the mouth. The uh, classic you, you know Teslas I mean? are so much oh, handier. I hope you don't mind waiting for three hours while Could we get another. I got to charge my car, miles. but holy shit, there's a prison circus right there. <laughs> do you see all those? Do you see all those black guys with no shirts? We're that's going what, to that. That's what we're, we're, I don't give a fuck. We're, we're sitting there watching the show, and Joe's girlfriend goes, "Why are all the inmates black?" And I was like. You should be like, you, you're part of the legal system. Why don't you well, answer that question for me, lady? That's what I said. I was like, because it's based on a true story. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> but it was circus prison. Dude, it was, it, was actually, it was actually very, very entertaining to watch. Um, Were there any the acrobats? Was that just the tumbling? Was there was there no, tumbling. There was, there was no there's a dude with like wires that gets swings around. There okay, yeah. tightrope walkers. There you go. There was no, uh, there was all types of crazy stuff. Trapeze but these are crazy motherfuckers, man. But I was looking around at this production, like all the trucks they had there, like the stage, the tent, and then I was looking. I'm like, dude, they probably have to sell out every fucking one of these to make money. Oh yeah, and we weren't at a sold out one. There was pl- oh yeah, plenty of space, but that's got to be an expensive production to put on. Oh, Unless yeah. your your real purpose is to smuggle cocaine or methamphetamines. Well, they were. I don't want to. Um, it was very entertaining, and they do a lot of cool shit that I can't do. But you could tell these are people that are like can't do like Cirque du Soleil or, or trying oh, yeah. to get yeah. there one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 There was a lot of cool shit, but you could like, you could tell this is like probably it's probably the fucking it's just like comedy. This is the bullshit you got to do if you want to swing from wires for a living. Yeah, you know I, I mean? can't imagine that 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 route trying to get. I thought they were all family. Yeah, and I other, thought I thought you were either born or purchased yeah. into that. Yeah, like there's like four trapeze families, and I think two of them have died off, like that kind of thing. But I, the I, the the one the one that was the cool I thought they looked like they had been doing. They were the most experienced at their... They looked like ice skaters to me because they did a thing on roller skates and then they did like another dance thing that was very like ice skater. Right. Yeah. You know, but they were really like... They seemed like the most like, oh, these people know what the fuck they're doing to me. They're like the AAU wrestlers on the summer, like between school years. Those kids generally yeah. were better skilled but than there's the a, just your There's like kid. a weird scene in this where there's an execution... And, like, when they're getting ready to execute the guy in the electric chair, one cop runs out to, like, stop it, and then the other cop, another cop fucking kills him. But, like, there was no, like, why did that happen? Jason, see, sometimes... I was trying. The clown didn't tell me the information. I watched the clown do the routine the whole time, and it still didn't explain Dude, it to Dude, sometimes me. the plow cuts, like, needs six inches of soil. And you only have, like, one inch of soil before it's all rocky. And hard and crusty. And sometimes the plow just can't get through. It might take a lot of tries. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Dean, I'll tell you what. <laughs> what the hell they did have, you just say? They have two shows tonight. I said he was a crusty old man. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they, have, they have two shows tonight before they move 
to Michigan City next weekend. Oof. Maybe you should catch one. See if you even catch what the fuck is happening in this. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, unless I get a couple of uh, uh, gel tabs of acid on the way there, <laughs> I'm not sure I'll be on that same vibe. I got to say, I would like just, I would like you to take your kids because I'd like to get their take on this. On that. I try yeah. to take my kids too. I try to, I was like, oh, you can't take your kids unless. Oh, it's an R. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, but he'd be, they'd be accompanied by what? Well, no, no. Actually, it did a, say no one, no, one under, no one under 13 is allowed, but oh, 13 is oh. 17 with an adult. Oh, they can go then. So they can. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to culture them up one time by taking them to a play. <laughs> Um, it was, uh, I think it was a Christmas story, which is well, like all white people in the 50s. Oh, yeah, but, definitely all but white But still, people. it was a different form of entertainment, right. is my point, uh, other than like television or and Sure. It, so I'm like, I saw that it was, it was at, at this real reputable, or by Napanee, that place. Oh, uh, on uh, the Shakers. Yeah, like they got that, they yeah. got that huge they thing. They got the so, theater. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm going to take them to this thing. And I called, and they were like, it's a hundred and seven dollars a ticket. Oh yeah! It's like who? Jesus Christ! You yeah. signed the Blue Man Group. Yeah, like, we bought. Like, no thanks. <laughs> we bought mid-level tickets. There's three tiers of tickets, and they were twenty dollars. Was the bleachers shaky like the high school bleachers? Yes. Yeah. If the person next to you moved, well, like it's all bolted together in sections, so it seemed like there was like a rail with six chairs on it. I'm sure and they so, used like, the torque so, wrench. So no, what? But I'm saying like six chairs in a row were attached. So if the person down here shifted back, you were like, do do Yeah. Every time that like all six chairs would move, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a pretty cool tent uh, arena setup. I kind of want to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take this fucker on the road, man. Selling out parking lot shows across America. I'm envisioning more Dust Bowl style, just in a field of dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can roll up the tent. Like literal snake oil salesman style. I like Build it. it and they will come. I need a, I need a, we need a, like a jacket with tails. One of us has to have it. Oh, the... the uh, we need a bunch of freaks, too. The tux? Yeah, with the tails. Tux one of tail. us has to have tux. Or one of those. Worn them before. There you go. Rusty's our tux with tails guy. Look like at the fucking Elegant. penguin over here. Yeah. Well, I I would. Exactly. Like the penguin. <laughs> I uh I was I was listening to a pod this week. Do you guys remember uh I almost say his name wrong, Marinovich? He was a quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, years. Todd Marinovich. Todd Marinovich, yeah. right. Apparently that guy was a psycho. Oh, d- his dad was even more of a psycho. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like like It was like, like psycho breed psycho. Well, it was I mean, his it was dad like he was he was he was inventing a serial killer oh, yeah, yeah. through the course of his it's, life. It's crazy if you never his dad was like I had him on strict diets and and had him like training with Using NFL like training techniques when he was when he was like seven, but uh, so this guy uh, early on though before he got into all the coke and everything, he's um, he's he's like smoking pot and I think he's starting to do maybe he's just starting to do blow. He's a rookie in the NFL, right? And uh, so they, he gets he got arrested at a party with some coke right before the draft. So when they draft him, like it's Oakland drafts him, so they're like we're drafting a problem, whatever. So they're gonna randomly piss test him. Throughout the year, so he's whenever you see him, if he, he's your some friend of his that doesn't do any drugs, he's having him uh, pissing these Gatorade bottles, and he's saving them, and he's using them for these random piss pops. Well, he's uh, a USC, which is where he went to school, just wins, 
and he's having like he lives there in Oakland, so he's having like some of those guys are over his house or on party. He's like, hey, yeah, you, you you don't do drugs. He's like, you're pissing this. You don't do drugs, pissing this. <laughs> so that next day, he gets to pop the piss test. So he uses one of those urine bottles that he took from that party, and they tested it with is point three two blood alcohol level on it. They thought he was uh, like a high complex alcoholic that oh, was still maintaining. God. So they arranged for 21 days of rehab, and they had an ambulance waiting for him because they figured he'd be detoxing. But he was so deep in the lie that he couldn't back out. And be like, I gave you like fake pee because his pee had cocaine in it. So he was like, I guess, I guess we're gonna do a rehab. For- <laughs> you're so deep in the lie that you're just fucking stuck. And you're accused of something you aren't even doing. Yeah, not, they thought he was going to detox. Oh, I like, thought it, yeah, yeah. great. I thought it was cocaine. Here, let's go. Yeah. That's why Ricky Williams was the best one. He was just like, I don't, oh, yeah. don't want to stop smoking pot to play football. Here's your money back. Yeah. I loved him. He's, he I said he owned like, legal him. weed or something now. Didn't he own a plant? Or, he does uh, own so, a company. I remember someone had a bit about him where they're like, <laughs> Ricky Williams quit, quitting uh, the Dolphins. I'm like you think the coach called him like you're not getting your last paycheck until you bring back your uniform. <laughs> <laughs> he was an, he was an he'd, interesting guy. He'd be like, he was like, I'd say fuck that. I'm keeping the uniform and I'd suit up every Sunday and buy tickets and just sit there. And be like, I could be out there right now, <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in the crowd. Yep. <laughs> he would wear his helmet. Instead of, instead of like when he's being interviewed by press because he he had like social anxiety, so he'd put his he'd have his helmet with his dark visor, and uh, he was pretty much uh, Ditka just threw away his entire coaching career on that guy. Yeah, traded like seven picks for him or some shit. Well, that's you, that's how good he was. Our entire draft. Well, that's how good he was perceived, but he never was that good. Was that good? He Ezra just James care. in the Hall of Fame. Ricky Williams is not. Oh my god! They were the same draft, sir. He was not that good because he decided he wanted pot more than he wanted to. I could really relate. He wanted to, that, to screw the man, is what it well, boils you know, I, down like, no, to. No, I totally appreciate what he did. So he he got in, fucked it all up, got out, got high for a while, went did yoga like in Nepal, did some weird shit like that. Yeah. Found himself. What's wrong? That's not weird shit. Came back, made some money, and then got back out. Like I, you Why gotta not? appreciate a guy that. That has Smart. that much control, yeah. Over obviously, and now he owns a some sort of company. I know. I've seen him advertising uh, cannabis somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where, but yeah, I I believe you're right. And I his crimes are all like non non victim crimes, as far as I can recall. They were like, you missed the team meeting and you ate all the hot dogs. <laughs> fucking bullshit, man. Like Those hot dogs were for everybody and you ate all them motherfuckers. You just got a bag and you didn't share with anybody. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that'd be a crime. Oh, man. So, you have next week coming up. It'll be, it will be, uh, I guess it will be this week. 15th Friday. Yeah, when this airs. It'll be this week. Okay, yeah, you're right. So, uh, Uncle Larry. This will air on the 12th. Uncle Larry's going to be in Valparaiso. Uh, two shows. Mm-hmm. 8 and 10.30. Is it two? Uncle Larry Reeb. I, I think so. I don't know if that's if it's two. At least they'll be there for one show well, Friday. One I believe show. it's two, though. <laughs> I can find out real quick. I believe it's two shows, though. Jason's going to be featuring there. I'm anxious to see Uncle Larry. I, I grew up. Listen to that guy on Bob and Tom. Yeah, that's that's how I was. Okay, he's stealing from another guy. Remember Larry Lujak? Animal stories? Uncle Larry and little Tommy? 
No. Okay, uh-uh. they were probably dead by the time you guys were born, given what I've learned today about your... How do you know it's not the same Uncle Larry? Well, <laughs> you know because not, I know his maybe, maybe Tom died and Larry moved on. <laughs> Tommy, uh, little Tommy was the PA announcer for the Bulls during their national champion, or their world championship runs. I have no idea what you're talking about. Radio announcers in Chicago, WLS. Oh, radio? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I would have I known the TV bowl announcers. But I wouldn't have known the uh, when they made that run. Right. I he was it. the PA guy at the stadium. Oh, at the stadium. Yeah. He was a guy at the He stadium. also did the Blackhawks games. Black and he Hawks. was a he was a, he was a DJ. He was a DJ on WLS and Larry Lou Jack was the morning guy for a hundred years. I've never seen a single black hawk memorabilia in this office. I've never seen you wear a single black hawk. Do you have any idea how much hockey jerseys cost? You have any I got oh, yeah. five freaking yeah. kids that are oh, yeah. still in my house. So yeah. yeah. That's why I don't do jerseys. That's why I don't do anything. I can't I can barely buy food, man. They just give you that T shirt? It was given. There. Yes, it was. <laughs> Listen, that's okay. I coached. I thought that might have been. True. I coached for twenty years because you got free shoes and free clothes every right, year. Hold on, that's hold on. the only out. thing I ever had. Time Here out. we are, Uncle Larry. All right, Uncle Larry. Two shows. Two shows. Eight and ten thirty. So you had sticks and no shoes growing up. Is what you're telling me? Sticks. I don't know. <laughs> I really quit listening when you started. When you, you got all irate about your tennis shoes or something. But I know what you're talking about, man. I'm a comic. Don't talk. Fuck, to me. I don't make no money. Don't fucking talk. My- <laughs> we have our, we got our, like our mortgage set up, uh, so that it, like, my mortgage that it comes out of the account, and and but me and my girlfriend tend to split it. Well, we go to pay mortgage this last time. Now she's teaching college too now. Oh yeah. And now yeah. she's picked up a second college course, and 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 the one course she already picked up is uh, is a lot harder than her original course. Anyway, so she's making a lot more money doing that. Than she was last year, so she's like, uh, uh, "I said, well, how you want to do mortgage?" She says, "Oh, why don't you just take like three hundred bucks, which is not half the mortgage, oh yeah, even <laughs> close." And she's like, "And put it in that little box over there, and then uh, I'll just pay the mortgage, and then if we need some bullshit like some fountain drinks or an ice cream cone or something, we'll pull it out of your shit or some weed." That's <laughs> 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 the first thing went through my head was that's the weed box when you run out. <laughs> Then I want you to pull from that fucking box right there and leave me the fuck alone. And I was like, damn. Like, she was like, I was like the kid that got forced to get picked at that basketball game. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, all right, you can, take, you can, have, you can have Joel, but you got to take Dean. Like, if you got the fucking, you got him, then you got to take this motherfucker. And I'm like, so like, like, so she's been super supportive of me doing comedy. Sure. But it's like becoming a problem now because she's like too supportive. Because she's like, babe, I, I'm looking at the numbers and I don't see why we even need your job for like the next like six months. And I'm like, but like, right, that sounds cool. But now I'm at work and every time they ask me to do some shit, I'm like, oh, my, yeah. My yeah. Fuck yeah. this place. Man, fuck <laughs> yeah. you. My girlfriend yeah. said I don't have to do that. My yeah. girlfriend, you want an employee to stick around? <laughs> Motherfucker, she said I don't have to do that or this or work any Sundays. Yeah. So now every time, yeah. every time yeah. somebody says anything to me, I'm like my hands on my keys and I'm like, Ma, I yeah. will quit this motherfucker. My wife said I could quit one of my jobs. You know what's funny is that when I was when I was kicking around in the theater, one of one of the jokes we had, I guess it wasn't a joke because nobody ever laughed. 
was if you got to get married, marry a nurse. They can work anywhere. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's not the a one, nurse though. They're the ones that are good. Ah, but she's uh, kind of close feeling, to that. The problem is she's anti-vax, so she can't work anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's totally gonna get ship canned once that one gets out. Very good. We just got her fired, so your, yeah. your job has just become I don't essential. Even know I have suddenly become very <laughs> essential. Become essential again. I just need you to feel a little bit of purpose in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, no, uh, my wife said that I could quit. <laughs> I used to work with a guy that said that to me one time. Was super pissed off about some new policy. I don't remember what it was. It was something to do with, and I remember it being shitty. Whatever it was, it had something to do with changing the the part timers. Uh, for the part-timers hours that they could work or whatnot. And he had like three jobs. And he was Stephen. He says, they keep fucking with me. I'll tell you what. My wife said that I could quit one of my jobs. And they're going to fuck around and find out. And he stayed there for six more years. He did stay there for like at least the six more months that I was there. He retired there. My wife said that I could quit one of my jobs. God, we appreciate you joining us at Light Me at Five. Listen, we really appreciate those of you who have gone on and and given us a five star rating, and those of you who haven't. It's thirty seconds of your life. Just do it. it does, we're not asking for money yet. We're gonna be to that point. If Rusty keeps looking as rough as he looks when I come in here, yeah, it is. I gotta tell you, you can find us on Facebook at the Light Me at Five Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Light Me at Five Pod. Get on there, like the Instagram, like the Facebook, send us messages, interact, tell us what you want. Go to your local places and tell them you want stand up comedy. Come to your town, and more specifically, you want Jason and Dean there, fucking giving it to you. You can reach us at the Light Me at Five Pod at Gmail. That's L M F I V E Pod at Gmail. That's L M F I V E Pod at Gmail. You can reach me at Dean Jerry and Comedy at Gmail. You can reach Jason LaFoon. Call me. Call him. <laughs> or find him. Or message Light Me at Five. If you're in Valparaiso on the 15th, you can check out uh, Uncle Larry Reeb and Jason LaFoon at the Valparaiso Market Lounge and Comedy Club. Host Jeff Webb will be out there. He's always ready to show you a good time. Stop in. Sir Michael Kane might give you a message. That's right. The Sir Michael Kane. You'll understand when you go. 8 and 1030. 15th. Thanks for hanging. Bye. What do we got? We got a we got a flashback or something. We got a flashback. I don't know what we got. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we ain't got no yeah, yeah. road pods because I was not on the road all week. And and I, was, uh, I went out and the people I was supposed to get with uh, showed up late. Yeah. And then he went to some fucking play. He didn't interview them either. He could interview <laughs> the prisoners. And he should have like, interviewed the prisoners. The weirdest part of that whole fucking thing. First of all, I don't know what type of fly-by-night operation is cash only. Okay. <laughs> You'd think a circus tent in a parking lot would take debit cards. <laughs> but, but, I think most prostitutes take debit cards at this well, point. They took debit cards to get in, but not for like uh, like the concessions and stuff. Well, they want to make money or not? But the show goes on for like an hour. And then they're like, okay, now it's time for a 20-minute intermission where you can meet and get your photo taken with the stars. And it was just the prisoners, the black guys. Once again, all the prisoners are black for some fucking reason. Don't know why. And they just stood out there charging to take 
Like it's just another money making. Like let's just we'll stop Dude. the show for twenty minutes to make a few more dollars. That looks like that famous meme where the little skinny blonde girl is there and all these guys <laughs> are standing around. <laughs> her. Yes, come get your photo. Kind of what it was like. <laughs> oh God, that's a good way to end this. <laughs> Thanks for that visual. Uh, like me at five. Check us out next time. Coming up next, it's a like me at five. Flashback. Hello, I'm internationally renowned in the Tri-County area, comedian Dean Jernigan. But you know me as one of the hosts of Light Me at Five. Every Tuesday, I take a break from my whirlwind life and sold-out parking lot shows and barn-raising parties to contemplate the question, why do we say that? And of course, I let Scott and Liam Kelly do that for me every Tuesday on their podcast. Why do we say that? Just this week, I learned the true story of the last straw and why they jump over brooms at weddings. They'll make you feel like part of the family, trash talk and all. Every Tuesday on the podcast, why do we say that? Wherever you get your podcast, check out this father-son duo. And at the end of the show, every week, you can match wits with these wordsmiths in a game, word or not word. Let's see how good you got it. There was a time before bees that flowers spread their own pollen. Our flowers today are weak. Light Me at Five, a comedy podcast. Welcome in. It's the Sage of Marshall County, Dean Jernigan. Good morning. What's up, Rusty? Mm, I don't know. I I, I basically just live in this room right here. I never leave it. It's true. It's what I do. That is true. So I have no idea what's going on. You a plant. They'd probably that die be, in here, though. Yeah, it would. A cactus. There's, there's no light. You need a cactus. There's no light. Yeah, I don't think. Like, like I read a plant today, or when today, it was a couple of days ago. It was uh, some sort of bamboo thing. It said, "Keep out of direct sunlight." And I'm like, "What kind of plant doesn't need sunlight?" It says, "Keep out of direct sunlight." And I'm like, "Well, okay. Let's say this was theoretically growing under a rock, and then the sun hit a certain point of the day. It would still be directly." Yeah. Does it burst into flame? Does it mutate? Is it like gremlins? Like if you put it in direct sunlight, suddenly it's a horrible, evil plant with spikes? Maybe it becomes Groot. Maybe I thought too much into it. but Yeah, that could be. It just was funny to me. That very much could be. Get you yeah. one of those, though. These little bamboo shoots. As long as you don't have a panda around here, I think you're okay. Uh, no, I don't have a panda. So we have a uh, sort of a special show today. Yeah, we do. If I can uh, figure out how to get this done here. Oh, you weren't prepared, uh, were you? Well, I was prepared, I thought. And then it disappeared. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, I'm prepared. All right, so uh, we, we... Yeah, just roll it. Okay. Go with it. So kind of our theme today yeah. is flirting with disaster. There you go. So I wanted to read a few of these uh, real-life, um, uh, well, disasters. <laughs> uh, middle-ages Chinese poet... Lei Pu was bending over the whoa, side whoa, of the boat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Who? Lei Pu. <laughs> Sounds like something that Peppy Lei Pu does. Oh, I know. Like, I recently oh, figured Le out that. I recently learned the sign language for, um, oh, how I put this nicely, bullcrap. For Lei Pu? <laughs> oh, yeah, good. <laughs> That's good. Those are, that's good. We don't have our video channel yet. But uh, I think yeah. it's a cute sign. Uh, it's a very cute sign. So this this guy's name was actually Lei Pu. Lei Pu. So L I P O. So you tell me. Lei Pu. Imagine what he went through as a child. 
on the playground. Well, I imagine in, if your name well, this is, is Le Poo. This is the Middle Ages, so I imagine there was a bunch of weird names. Okay. So, all right, Le Poo. <laughs> well, we're such children. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, said Poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Le Poo was bending over the side of a boat to kiss the moon's reflection when he fell in and drowned. So what happens when you're trying to be uh, romantic and sensitive, guys? What? Well, uh, <laughs> okay, I guess, you know, you see, my problem when you bring these things in um, is that you never have answers to the billions of questions that I have. That's why it's called philosophy. Over why would Le Poo be trying to kiss the reflection of the moon. Clearly, he's a romantic poet. Some teal shorts wearing, beta male guy, who's like, oh, let me count the ways. One rose, two rows, three rows, kiss the moon. I think the moon is cool. We could pretend that a huge catfish pulled him under. That's probably the story that they told. Matter of fact, this is all probably lies, and his brother-in-law probably shoved him in. And said he was trying to kiss the moon. Yeah, and took the donkey that he's been eyeballing all this time. <laughs> donkey. Do I donkey? You could have picked you could have picked the, the bag of gold that was there, but you picked donkey. Why why donkey? It's the Middle Ages. Oh, he's okay. a poet. Right, How right. many people can read back then? It's gotta know. be a pretty small crowd I, he's writing to. Yeah, I just I still have questions. I still question this. Anyway, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go 100 ahead. people each year choke to death chewing on ballpoint pen lid. Oh, no, that would be me. I chew on them. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Now I'm frightened. 100 people a year. Think about like your entire life, all your accomplishments, all your dreams, all your goals lead up to that moment where you're probably you're, you're chewing on the pen so you're at work. Yeah. You know, you're about to go to a meeting yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And where you suck that thing down and it all ends in purple faced agony in and your cubicle. Once again, how And you're in your cubicle. That, so nobody that, even sees you. How does it Oh yeah, you, <laughs> you probably go the yeah, rest of the work day. Yeah. <laughs> you probably there'd be a few people I know that'd be weeks before oh, they found them. Yeah. It's a Friday. Everybody shoots out of there early. Where's Bob? Oh, he's taking a nap, it looks like. I'll leave him. Yeah, don't wake him. He's okay. <laughs> Come in Monday. Point pen lid. How 100. do you get that? How do you get it? How do you? How do you once again, I, I, I've chewed a lot of pens. I've never. My question is, come off. who compiles this list? Yeah, that is a good question. I did have written down the my source for these, and then I, I misplaced that paper. It's got to be, well, it's the internet, of course, so you know it's true if it's on the internet. That's true. Well, it sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. You know. A hundred people. I feel like that's clearly nature saying they got to go. Yeah. Like Zeus used to throw lightning bolts. Yeah. Now we got ballpoint the pens. Ballpoint pen lids that are... Why is it never the... Well, maybe they do. I was going to say, why is it never the Adolf Hitlers that chew on the ballpoint pens and choke to death? But for all we know, they do. We just didn't ever hear yeah, about them. because they choke to death in somebody, the cubicle. Somebody worse than Hitler, maybe. Yeah. Choked on a ballpoint pen. Yeah. There you go. 100 right. people a year. Right, 100 I'm people still, a year. I'm still confused, but go ahead. 17 people 
every year die uh, in France alone in baguette-related accidents. (laughs) (laughs) In in baguette-related accidents. Yeah, so not necessarily choking on it. They could have slipped on the package. They could have been, I suppose, been beaten to death with one. Baguette-related accidents. Uh, yeah, just just that term itself <laughs> makes me laugh. I, I seventeen people, seventeen people every year in France die in baguette-related <laughs> accidents, and it was very specific that these were not just choking. That's why they were just related accidents. Some sort maybe got their head stuck in the oven while they were pulling the bread out. I don't know. I was trying to think of all the ways that you could possibly die. You could be impaled. You're driving one of those scooters, and the and the wind, your baguette starts to go, and you reach for it, and you fall right off the bridge. Baguette-related <laughs> accidents. I, uh... You could be impaled. Ooh. You could trip right oh, through the eye. Hold baguette. Is that what? I would die without my baguette. <laughs> Get related accidents. I've got to. Re- yeah, I'm writing that down because I've got to use that in a sentence today. Yeah, that's my new phrase. I get related accidents. That's B A. Uh, it looks like I wrote a B A get. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you spell it. <laughs> oh, oh, priceless. So yeah, yeah. for those of you who are not familiar, that's a uh, long bread. Yeah. It's the, one, it's the classic ones that you see, like you could whack people yeah. with. French bread. Yeah. Basically. French bread. Yeah. Like French bread pizza. Yeah. Baguette pizza. Yeah. There we go. Check that off your list. Baguette. Now you're that's some more information. Now to fill up the old noggin that you didn't eat. Uh, here's the new one. Here's, this one's personalized. Marcus Garvey. Do you know Marcus Garvey? Uh, it's uh, Steve Garvey's brother, isn't it? No. He's oh, a Jamaican okay. politician, leader, right. entrepreneur, journalist, and orator. Does he eat baguettes? Well, he, this was back in this was back in the day. Okay, was back in the day. Uh, he led a very successful life until one morning in 1940. He was living in London, and this could not have been. This was 1940, so this could not have been like that day's paper from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So he got a he got a newspaper. And why he was reading the Chicago paper, I don't know. He probably had some sort of connections there. Those were the Capone days, I oh, believe. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, this Jamaican politician, uh, entrepreneur, journalist, and orator was in London, and he opens up a Chicago newspaper. He's 52 years old at the time. And he reads his own obituary, and it states that he died broke and unpopular Marcus then suffered two strokes and died. Uh, once again, <laughs> he was neither broke nor unpopular. unpopular. Well, I guess it would depend on your point of view, I guess. If he's a political leader, you know half of the group doesn't like him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be true. But broke... I mean, he's from Didn't appear to be Jamaica. Broke, yeah. He's in Chicago. He obviously traveled there. He was in London. Well, he's in London. Yeah. And he re- 
what? And he you know, read at, a Chicago paper at, and, that and, was that was at least got to be at least a couple oh, yeah. weeks old, right? Yeah. And uh, it had his obituary in it, and it stated that he had died broke and unpopular, and he had two strokes and died at the breakfast table. Well, the the moral to that story is somebody in Chicago was jerking his chain. That was the most successful, untraceable hit <laughs> that Capone ever committed. That anyone ever committed. Yeah. What are the... <laughs> He, he had two like, strokes reading this yeah. thing and died. Yeah, so he's flipping over the paper. He sees he sees his name. He's like, well, let me read this. He says, um, uh, or, uh, broken, unpopular. The audacity! <laughs> Even better. You have a thing with audacity, do. don't you? I do. Yeah. Even better, he was probably like, here's your baguette, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> the audacity! <laughs> Get them. I wonder if he had a baguette. I gotta research that now, because that could fall under the baguette-related well, accident. That. Well, that's not in France, though. You said it was in London, right? Well, and, and so our baguette is France only. Basically, the baguette. He it could have been uh, maybe maybe uh, Vladimir Putin gave him the baguette. Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> but the thing is, this that that baguette stat was. In France alone, yeah, no telling worldwide how many baguette-related oh, accidents. Billions, billions of baguette-related accidents. That's crazy. That is. So that brought up a question. Okay, question. What is the dumbest thing you have ever done that almost cost you your life? I have two. Cost I have two life. that are probably equally See, dumb. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could have been a statistic on one of these stupid deaths list twice. Okay, you go ahead. I because I'm I gotta think. I don't I don't know. Okay, so uh, stupid death number one. Uh, I was seventeen, and um, it was dead of winter. Uh, we're like hanging out at my buddy Rick's house in um, just like some shorts and sandals as we do here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And a friend of ours pulled up. I was like, hey, what do you guys want to do? Because, you know, back when you're a teenager, just cruising around is right. what you do. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. The storms. Doesn't matter the hurricane-like right. conditions. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let's go cruise. Yeah. So I don't need a jacket. I want to be in a car. Yeah. So we just jump in, sandals, shorts, and go. Yeah. And uh, and I remember I remember making this argument to my parents when they were like, you need to dress warmer. And I'm like, I'm in heated car. Like, I'm good to go. Yeah. So uh, we're driving over the spillway at the Missinewal Dam. And the, I've actually been there. Right. Yeah. So we get, we mention how cool it would be to sled down the side of this spillway. Oh. And my buddy goes, boy. you know, I got a sled in the trunk. Oh, and of course he does. He had like a Delta 88. Of course he does. So we're like, sweet. So, you know, just have him drive down and meet us. And, and, and it's like. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. There's no lights. There's, right. there's no there's no village, hamlet, or house no, anywhere no, in no, sight. No. Um it's it's you know, it's cloudy because it's been snowing. And uh and uh so we drag this and it was this orange uh, I remember it still to this day, it was like this orange sled that said like something racer on the side yeah. of it. Yeah. And uh so me and, and Rick, the two guys that are wearing shorts and sandals, get on this thing. And I'm in front, Rick's behind me. And uh, so he's so we're we're, we're, we're two like, teenage guys so like we barely fit on this thing so his feet are like kicked up like I've got a hold of his right, ankles yeah. as they're like up 
through, you know, yeah. and he's and he's holding on to the railing. Yeah. And we're like at this, I don't know what, what is this, a 45 degree oh, angle Oh, yeah, or it's an now. angle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he, we're, we're telling him, all right, just come on around. And, and then Rick slips. And we go like zero to seven million miles oh, an hour yeah. in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Rick doesn't make it probably 30 yards and he's gone. Like I'm holding yeah. his sandal in my hand and that's uh, 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 it uh, uh, uh. he's tumbling down the side of this mountain <laughs> i'm flying and it's this is the point that i realized like i have no way of steering i can't see anything there's right. trees down below oh yeah there's a river yeah like, that's like only yeah. partially frozen yeah uh, like there's just like i'm, I'm racing to my death right but it's so fun. Like, I can't. Oh, and it was cold. I do remember being it was like, this is the coldest thing I've ever right. experienced. So we go, I go racing down there, and I hit, I don't know, some sort of drift. I couldn't see. You know, it's, everything's flying at you. I go flying through the air, and I land in this drift. It's the only reason I'm not dead to this day is because I land in this big <laughs> snow drift. And I get out, and I shake it off, and I'm like, Rack! Rick, you understand? He's got one barefoot, right. one sandal. As he's he literally rolled down the side of this mountain, right. and it is massive. The spillway, and uh, so I meet up with him, and he by then he's like his hypothermia is kicking in, you know, and he's right. shaking. Yeah, I'm like, well, let's go over to the shelter thing. Wait for our buddies to come, you know. So we go over there, we're over there, and we're like we're like literally like jumping up and down and trying right. to yeah. uh, stay, trying not to die, trying not to die. And they couldn't get down there because the snow had drifted over the road. Oh. <laughs> and they're in this Delta eighty eight. They can't. I mean, like oh, you're no, fish you're, yeah, you're there. Yeah. fishtailing. You got nothing. So like we, I, I, I don't even know like how long time went by, and we started walking up the road. Um, there were like genuine concerns that 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 this that we were going to die. Um, <laughs> You couldn't feel anything from like your neck down. <laughs> I laugh about it now, you know, but like literally, they would have found us in a ditch, huddled together, and then I would have had my friends trying to defend that uh, no nefarious things were going on. Um, but we ended up back with our buddies, and like, like, like honestly, like we were. We we nearly died. Like it was, it was. That, uh, is, a, that is a brush with death. Uh, poor decision. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a baguette, which would have totally ended <laughs> that would, it. You would have been done if you I would had have been a baguette. Done. I could have speared myself. So the other, the other, the uh, this one probably qualifies for dumber. Um, I was 18, and when we would see our buddies in the country, we would switch lanes and drive by each other. Like we're coming ahead onto each other. Like in the opposite lanes. Okay, yeah, that's pretty stupid. We would both swap lanes. Oh, that's and pretty then stupid. pass each other yeah. in each other's yeah. lanes. Yeah. So fast forward, uh, I am in a part of the country I never see my friends. Um, the sun is setting, and uh, they're coming right out of the sun. They notice oh. me. I don't notice them. They switch lanes. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I realize it's them. I jump into their lane right when that was the same time they realized that I was not switching lanes, so they jumped back. Oh, so we no. smacked uh, probably sixty-five head on. Uh, uh, woke up on the hood, like it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you look back, you're just like, I can't believe the stupid decisions. I that made. Uh, that one ranks right up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, luckily I didn't have a baguette. Because uh, that could have been real bad. I get related. 
you would have been another that would related statistic. I feel like that would qualify if there's a baguette anywhere yeah. within. It would have. But uh, yeah, so I so I got to think when I was reading these these way like dumb ways to die because it, it, it occurs to me like you live your whole life, you do your accomplishments, whatever accolades you have, you raise your children, you you just feel like there's something like yeah. you always picture yourself surrounded by loved ones. Oh yeah, at an older age, yeah, like peacefully slipping yeah. off into the night, saying yeah. goodbye to everybody, yeah, and not, everybody's weeping around you, not laying in a snow drift not- with a sled next to you. <laughs> Or, you know. In sandals. Yeah. In winter. Or head on with your or, buddy because yeah. you were too stupid. See, I, I'm a wuss. I, I just never did anything like that. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything where I felt like I... Almost died. Almost died. I can't. You so know, I feel like I, I've got two or three more. <laughs> we're just not going to talk about today. I, I would say the... Cl- I don't know. I don't know. I would say... I don't know. I just don't know. I, I just... I never... I never took any chances. I'm just that Rusty. boring, terrible, Rusty. awful guy. On, I was sitting uh, in this location right here. Yeah. Not maybe a month ago. You were sitting in that exact yeah. seat. And, and you're telling me you woke up... Yeah. Fully clothed in the shower. Yeah. In it was still running. With the shower it running. It was still running. That, sir, that I believe there were some chances taken that See, night. See, but I don't know that. That's the thing. I was going to bring that up, but then I then I thought, you know, I don't know that. I don't know that I did anything that stupid. Yeah. Evidently, I, I did some things that were pretty funny. I, t- I went I went skinny dipping down in uh, in uh, uh, Jacksonville when uh, I was in the Navy. Uh, with some uh, guys and ladies from the from the uh, the navy, there we uh, we all went skinny dip and had a few yeah. too many beers and yeah. we're swimming in the gospel. <laughs> I mean, you, know, you can't really hide when you're naked, <laughs> so, uh, so you're just like, uh, "Hello, yeah. officer," and he says, and he doesn't even like he doesn't even take it out of matter anything. He just says, "You idiots know there's alligators in the water." <laughs> We'll see. And that's why he wasn't mad because no. it's like, you know, he's like, he, you know, he's thinking, understand. yeah, he's thinking these yeah. idiot like northerners. He just pulled up, <laughs> he just pulled up, shined the spotlight down there. It says, "You idiots know there's alligators <laughs> in that water," and we all like immediately were like, "What?" <laughs> like suddenly, that's like when you step on some and it felt like it moved, took on a yeah, whole new meaning, took on a whole new meaning. And yeah. we were like, um, actually, we were just getting out. <laughs> We were just leaving, sir. Yeah. Could you uh, turn that light off, please? Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to attract anything here. Yeah. Uh, uh, it just never even, never even occurred to yeah. us. Here we were just jumping in some Florida lakes. <laughs> I mean, it was like our first. It was right after we got down there, too. So like it wasn't like we had time. I mean, you can't play golf down there without some gator oh, being no. on the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my mom and dad lived down there. And my mom says, any, any standing water, there's probably a gator in it. Yeah. Yeah, pets are missing all the time, oh, yeah. and you got to keep an eye on them. And, yeah. and here we were, a bunch of idiots from the north. <laughs> it's just, sure. woo, it's a pond. Let's go skinny dip. Let's go swimming. <laughs> this will be fun. <sighs> Did you hear that splashing? Must have been a bass. <laughs> it's all fun and games till somebody loses a limb. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that could qualify. So, we didn't see a gator, though. <laughs> but then I was told later... On good authority that there was one pulled out of that exact pond. Because there's some housing that's not far away. So they'd relocated it. 
It was like an eight footer. Oh, they relocated the the alligator. Yeah, they, they'll relocate. I'd, the I'd relocate my close. house if my house was close to an alligator. I'd relocate the house. Yeah, I'd just pick the house up and go. I would <laughs> just so. burn it down. <laughs> yeah, burn it down and move on. Light me at five. <laughs> Light me at five. Light me at five.